Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's off to McCaffrey. There he goes. It's a C-Mac attack. This is Desmond Johnson on the Believe and Carolina Panthers podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available in your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> For you, this one for who? Us, us, us. It's a celebration. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Cut my music. Cut my music. Okay, I'm glad you had the Reddit version. Yeah. <laughs> Got watch out for the small children. Might be in attendance. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. Desmond Johnson, Jonathan Stewart, all-time leading rusher in Carolina Panthers history here. Skylar Callahan from Sports Illustrated. A little busy uh, right now. He's not able to join us right now. There's all kinds of stuff going on over at Bank of America Stadium. So he told us he would give us his uh, his notes and opinion on Thursday when we do our uh, preview. And the whole, the whole season has been flipped on its end. If you don't know, head coach Matt Rule, out the door, fired today. David Tepper actually is set to make comments at 345, if I'm not mistaken. That's why Skyler can't get on with us. He's down there. And, you know, Tepper talks like once a year. So uh, we'll be out in time so we can see that ourselves. Um, Steve Wilkes has been named the interim head coach. Uh, defensive coordinator Phil Snow has been let go also. Um, so we'll get into uh, the ramifications of all this. We don't even need to talk about the 49ers game anymore. Like it's just, it, it's irrelevant. It don't even matter anymore. Like, I do we, have <laughs> something. I do have something to address about this 49ers game. What's up? <laughs> Go ahead and get it in at the beginning. Cause I don't know if we're going to get back to it. Yeah, We're going to get back to so, this, but I just want to let everybody know. Panther nation. I don't want to see a sea of red, a sea of mm-hmm. orange, a sea mm-hmm. of red, black, burgundy gold green ever again in yeah. panther stadium bank of america stadium that needs to be black and blue all right we we need to stay tr- we need to stay true stay focused stay positive and just know that yeah this sport is all about wins and we got to stack wins to fill those seats but just we have we have a there's a responsibility now to not let that ever happen again. I don't want to see a sea of red no more. 
I've, I've only seen it like that a couple of times on Sunday where the 49ers fan base basically took over 70% of Bank of America Stadium. And I think that visual might have been that and the, the end result of that game might have been the tipping point for owner David Tepper. Because at that point, you're messing with the man's money. Like you're <laughs> you're you're in his pockets. Like you're, well, you're yeah. literally messing with his bottom line. So but I think I think it's even more so just. It, it's 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 a, a bigger issue, right? I feel like there's a moral compass to this whole thing. It's the principle. This is a home game. It needs to feel and look like a home game. And if we're not meeting that requirement as an organization, you know, David Tepper gonna come in and do what he got to do. <laughs> and I, I'm so happy. We've been talking about this, me you and Skyler, the past three or four weeks about when the right time would be to do this. Uh, and I don't yeah. think there was a right time to do it, but it felt like a good time to do it after uh, after the game yesterday. The Panthers falling at home uh, to the San Francisco 49ers. They start the season one and four. They've lost four of the first five games at home. Uh, Matt Rule is one in 25 now in games where the opponent has scored over 17 points in the contest. Uh, we'll get all this here in just a bit, including the advancement of uh, Steve Wilkes uh, to interim head coach, which I, I want to talk to you about because I know you're on the team while he was there as defensive coordinator under Ron Rivera. Before we go any further, though, quick word from our sponsors at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all our favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your discount on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts and where we start. Again, um, Matt Rule relieved of his duties after two-plus seasons with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, a couple of things I wanted to touch on real quick. I've seen online where people are talking about the buyout and the buyout or whatever. He was owed like roughly $40 million or whatever from this point onward. However, the way the contract is structured, and I think that's why they did it so early in the year, is so that Matt Rule has an opportunity to go after some of these coaching jobs that are out there in the college ranks, Nebraska, Arizona State. Uh, there's some good uh, Wisconsin. There's some good opportunities for him out there. And I do believe Matt Rule is a great college coach. The stuff he was trying to do here works in college. It's worked for him at Temple and it worked for him at Baylor. So I think what's happened is that Tepper, Tepper realized if you let him go now, he could be in the running for these gigs and it's going to cost Tepper less in, in any way because the way the, the contract is structured, if he gets another job, then it eats at whatever was guaranteed from the Panthers. So uh, they're basically on the hook for this year. It's like nine. That's good dollars. information right there, Des, but I yeah. didn't know that. People didn't know that aspect of it. They just figured that Tepper was going to have to pay this dude 40 million plus whatever on top of the new coach coming in. That's not necessarily the case. Uh, Ian Rappaport actually is the first person I saw report that on Twitter. So that's that. Um, it does appear that they're clearing out the Baylor Matt rule connected folks in the franchise, almost like carving out the ones that are attached to them. So that's just not there anymore. So I will say kudos to David Tepper for recognizing, okay, this experiment is not working. I've given it enough time. I've seen the same results 20, much 27 times out of 37 or whatever. Let's get ahead of this now while we still have 12 games in front of us. And like Stu has been saying for the past couple of weeks, how many games are we out of first place in the NFC South? Hmm. One. Oh, Isn't that what it is? So we're one yeah. game out. <laughs> With everything that's going on, we're a game out of first. We've played one division game. So the season is still salvageable, amazingly enough. And uh, 
I can't say how happy I am for Steve Wilkes to get this opportunity because I feel like, yeah, man, he earned that opportunity in Arizona with the work he had done here and for it to get snatched away from him after only really one year. Yeah. Uh, just wasn't right. I loved it when they brought him back. Talk to us a little bit about Steve Wilkes. I know he, he's the, he was defense in your offense, but you guys were on the same squad and you saw him elevate to one of the top defensive coordinators in the whole league while you were uh, with them with the Panthers. Yeah. Um, first of all, I just want to say there's an expiration, like I said before. You did. To everything. And winning cures most things. And so you put those things together. And that's what we have right now. We have Matt Rule um, out of the Carolina Panthers organization. Here comes Steve Wilkes. This is an opportunity um, to really address those seats <laughs> in, in Bank of America Stadium, for starters. Um, yes. You know, because what we're talking now is we're getting back to the basics, right? We're getting down to the foundation of who Carolina Panthers are to begin with um, the culture, the history, it matters. And that's where we've gotten away from for so long um, for the last three years is, is getting back to the history and the culture of what it takes to actually win these games. Um, and that's what Steve Wilkes is going to bring to this table. Um, and what's cool about this is he's a Charlotte native. He's a yep. guy that, people know he's a guy that um that's respected you know throughout the whole entire league um and so you have these young guys on this team now that know of steve wilkes that have had past and you know some present guys that know of steve wilkes and the stories they hear about this coach i mean we're really talking about legacy <laughs> right mm -hmm. so um this is really this is a really good move um on tepper um, you know, I mean, it's not an easy one, uh, by all means, by, by making decisions like this, you know, five games into the season and you still have an opportunity to go forward and stack some wins. And so that's where this whole thing gets exciting as if, if you're a Panther fan, <laughs> I need you to get your juices flowing, get your mojo back. Hey, baby, we back in business. It goes, yep. We going back to this 10 plus we and I'm still in this 10 plus win train. Okay. So, yeah, I'll hop on with you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm still on it, baby. We, 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 yeah, we won in four yep. and we got 12 games left. Yep. I definitely see us getting at least nine of these next 12. We got a whole we bunch can, of division games in front of us. Yeah, division's man, trash. It, I mean, the division's not playing well. There's a lot of bad football being played out there right now. And Steve Wilkes is going to bring simplifying the game to the Carolina Panthers, I believe. Steve it's, 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 it's not rocket science. Um, you know, I, I believe how he coaches and how he teaches, um, you know, his methods, you know, at the defensive on the defensive side of the ball. Um, that's going to be a staple. And I think you'll see a lot of that simplifying carry over to the offensive side of the ball as well. Um, and that's what we've been talking about on this podcast for the last, you know, month or so yeah. is, Hey, <laughs> let's just simplify this thing. Like, let's be like the 49ers and line up and run the plays that the other team and everyone in the stadium knows we're going to run because you still have to stop it. Yeah. Just execute it. 
just Bulls execute it. Keep the simple stuff. Yeah, and the 50-50 ball. <laughs> the 50-50 balls that are in the air, defense and offense, have some grit to go up and get that thing. You know, help you. And, and those types of things will transcend from Coach Wilkes in the, in, in the way that he believes guys should go out and compete. Wilkes is also an App State guy as well. Um, so I know a lot of North Carolinians will be happy to know about that. He was the defensive coordinator under Ron Rivera. Started off a secondary coach, if I'm not mistaken, became the D.C. Um, was the D.C. through 2017. Um, at that point, had done enough with the Carolina defense. The Carolina defense during that stretch was one of the top defenses in the whole league uh, for a four- or five-year stretch. He uh, earned the right to be the head coach in Arizona. Uh, the owner in Arizona just – changed his mind basically at the end of the year decided to let him go hired cliff Kingsbury, didn't have a single lick of pro experience himself and then uh they drafted josh rosen top 10 to be their quarterback and he got a year too he got ditched for uh kyler murray same same situation kyler murray and cliff kingsbury at the hip I, my eye kind of my eyes kind of got wide when i saw they brought wilkes back at the beginning of this year so i was like that's that's the out yeah. that's the out right there if they decide to go someplace with rule and do a different thing in the season it's wilkes job to lose and i feel like it's set up where he can come out of this looking pretty good um yeah, I, 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 again the, the talent is there the talent yeah. is there they just got to know how to use it and if he if he just runs it the way we were running it when you were there run the football stop the run it, i feel like he'll be more complimentary to the defense than the way they were running this before i mean my interaction with coach wilkes when i was playing and he was there you know the the times that he you know um, there was there was a couple times where he actually had to take over when you know Coach Rivera, you know he had an incident with his house catching on fire and stuff like that, and he took over meetings and and stuff like that for certain occasions, um, pregame speeches. Um, I mean the best pregame speeches. When I knew Coach Coach Wilkes was going up there, huh, mm. I got I, I, I just I just I just got chills. I, I sit up in my chair, I take my notepad out. Cause I know he about to drop some knowledge. Mm. And so like, that's the type of coach that he is. And that I think that these guys that are the, the, the DBs are experiencing this, you know what I'm saying? So I know they got to be excited, you know, in the sense of like, if this is going to happen, I'm glad that we have this guy here to take the place because I'm excited to go forward and, and really, you know, go into this next chapter, this next phase of my professional career. Cause what you got to realize too, man, this game is hard as it is and you got talent on these, on this team guys pour in day in and day out, sacrificing their bodies, you know, to make a good living, um, to, to have the stardom, to have, you know, a good platform and, and all these things, but it takes a toll. You know, you're sacrificing life and years off of your life. I mean, the, the average lifespan of a run of, of a football player is, is real short like mm-hmm. mid fifties. Right. So like, let's not take advantage of, you know, these guys lives and the opportunities that we can really have. I know this game's all about winning games. So let's win these games. So sorry. My dog just went nuts over something. On yeah, your, your, dog is pro- your dog is probably happy right now that, that, <laughs> that Carolina Panthers. Well, no, they're, cool? <laughs> They're probably your dog's probably really happy about Steve Wilkes right now. That's all. <laughs>
I don't even know where she is right now. Um, I, I totally agree with all that. I was going to ask you, um, the mood in the locker room right now, is it different because it's Wilkes that took it over as opposed to, say, Ben McAdoo or someone that doesn't know the culture of the Panthers? Because while most of this team has been flipped out and it's newer guys, you do still have stalwarts like Christian McCaffrey, uh, Brian Burns, Shaq Thompson, uh, DJ Moore, guys that have been here and were here the previous regime that understand what it, what it was. It's been built by guys like you and others that came before them. How important do you think that was to David Tepper uh, when it came to putting uh, Wilkes in this position as opposed to somebody else? I think it's important because, you know, it's all about buying in, right? Um, I think David Tepper, you know, doing the hard thing, letting Matt Rule go at this point in time is is probably, you know, the last saving grace chance that you have um, for this season of not losing the locker room. Um, Cause right now all you see is um, Twitter talking about Matt rule. Um, the last thing you want is for an organization um, to be the main topic of your head coach being fired. Um, you talk about winning culture or a culture of a football team. It shouldn't be about, Firing a coach that should not be your everyday um, headline. Yeah. And so the headlines need to be Panthers win. Panthers fought hard. Panthers are fighters. Panthers have come back or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, you know, it, it shouldn't be awesome. about the It shouldn't be about the head coach. And so making this move automatically eliminates that. Right. And so now, it's going to be Steve Wilkes, the Charlotte native, the guy that's been here, the foundation. He brings culture. He knows what he's talking about. He's respected around the league. Um, he's respected in the locker room. Um, guys know what to expect, and they know what to gear up for. Um, Shaq Thompson, he knows what Coach Wilkes is about. Um, he's played. He's played around him, right? So the younger guys will now be able to see the guys that played with Wilkes or under Wilkes or around him that know him. The younger guys are going to be able to buy in quicker as well. Um, so I really feel like this is a great opportunity for Panther Nation, um, you know, to really to really make a run for the rest of the season. And so I'm excited to watch the next game, obviously. Um and I'm really excited to see what, you know, Wilkes brings to the table. And I hope he gets a fair shot, um, a fair evaluation as this whole thing takes takes its um takes fold. So well, it's gonna it's gonna be um a bit rocky because I don't know who the quarterback's gonna be because uh Baker Mayfield um has sustained a high ankle sprain uh, yeah. in that loss in, uh, against the 49ers. And from my understanding, he may be out a number of weeks. Yeah. Uh, Sam Darnold is still on the injured reserve list. And the last thing we heard from him from Matt Rule was that he wasn't close to coming back either. That leaves PJ Walker uh, as the only active quarterback on the roster I could think of because Matt Corral's on uh, injured reserve for the season with a uh, broken foot. Yeah. So let's just go ahead and get this out the way. What are the odds of Cam Newton coming back to Carolina? Because. <laughs> Man, listen, you know I'm going to tell you tomorrow. Like that's it's probably already bubbled on Twitter. So how long before Cam is back in Charlotte again? I'm going to tell you like this. You said it earlier uh, at some point. P.J. Walker's 2-0. Mm -hmm. So 
I'm rocking with that right now. He's if two he, and if he him game man. Don't and, don't you know don't put it just, on PJ's shoulders to win the game. He'll, he's he can be a game, a good game manager. Get get us through. And, and and I mean, this is the National Football League. I mean, you see what Cooper Rush over yeah. there with Dallas Cowboys. No one expected him to be what he was or is, <laughs> which true. is Dallas Cowboys actually being a really good team. And it all comes down to him being a good game manager, him being a guy that knows football um, and knows his his you know, his teammates well enough to, to do the, to make the right reads, make the right decisions um, and let that defense do its thing. Right. Um, we're kind of in the same boat. Get these guys healthy, our safeties, get Frankie Louvu back, let the defense take us to where we need to go. And on offense, you know, just be complimentary with the run game and, and, and time of possession, you know, the, Third downs, let's convert those. Yeah. <laughs> we need to convert those. We can't just be converting three, three first, three third downs again. So <laughs> I do feel nice like it, it's something they needed. They needed. I felt like the longer this carried on, the stench would get greater to the point where I thought the players were being polite in press yeah. conferences in terms of not throwing coaches under the bus, saying they were still behind them. But you can kind of tell watching some of the games that some of that giddy up was starting to dissipate a little bit and turn. I mean, and that's what happens when you lose 11 out of your last 12 games. Like it just gets to the point where you're like, is this working? Like is, but you can I mean, only see the same thing over and over again. Well, I mean, at the end of the day to the credit of the players, man, you can tell that's the type of mentality they have is now, nah, man, players play coaches coach. And that's the right mentality that you want to have your, your leaders, the ones that are being interviewed at least mm-hmm. um, like it is about the players at the end of the day. And so for them to take it upon themselves to take to try to take responsibility and not to throw anybody under the bus, um, that's good character, man. And and you, we can ride a we can ride a long ways with that. Um, you know, as far as you know, the character and the personality of this team. Uh, and I think Steve Wilkes is the perfect fit right now. And you know, I don't really know I don't really know what's to come as far as the future of the head coaching position. But you know, I'm gonna just go out there and say right now that. You know, if anyone's made made for this job, it's Steve Wilkes. Yeah, absolutely. Like with, with them announcing Wilkes as the, the interim head coach, I, I feel like because we, I had to erase what we did earlier because we did this earlier. We did this at ten in the morning, and we were joking oh, before yeah. it started that they were going to fire Matt Rule thirty minutes after we were done. And literally, we were all finished. All three of us were going off to go do what we had to go do today. Boom! And it hit our phone about thirty minutes after. I was like, "Dang it!" Yeah. <laughs> I knew this was going like, all right, we got to get back. We got to get back. back. I'm trying to make videos on YouTube and like trying to get this stuff off because I hadn't completely loaded it to believe yet. So we were like, okay, we got to get something in the day regarding this. So we're doing this. Of course, like I said, Skyler's at the the stadium. He's getting ready. David Tepper's going to speak to the media in about 15 minutes. Uh, So we'll get everybody out for that. Uh, More news to announce with the Panthers uh, with, um, with Wilkes being promoted to interim head coach. He has promoted uh, Al Holcomb to defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, to replace himself. Holcomb has been working with the Panthers as the run game coordinator since 2020, which may seem odd, but then as you dig a little deeper, he was with Carolina between 2013 and 2017. He served under Ron Rivera as the team's linebacker coach. Um, 
he Wilkes left in 2017. He brought Holcomb with him to be his defensive coordinator with the Cardinals in 2018. Uh, the two worked together with the Cleveland Browns a year later. Wilkes was the defensive coordinator. Holcomb was the linebackers coach and the run game coordinator there. So to have uh, him there shows a bit of continuity also um, that I think Panther fans would not be prepared for uh, going into this. This wasn't like a David Tepper woke up Monday morning. It was like, you know what? I had enough rules gone. You, you coach it, you pick somebody and you do this and I'll check with y'all next week. Like this seems like it was like a plan in terms of if the bottom falls out, this is the contingency plan I'm doing. I'm getting him and he's going to bring this guy who's already worked with him. They've both worked with the Panthers. So it's a, it's a seamless transaction. Like this feels right. This feels like I wish they did it two weeks ago now that they've actually done it. (laughs) And I'm sitting there looking at what's going to be, man, I, I bet Christian McCaffrey is is super excited about this because he's going to be able to get back to doing Christian McCaffrey things. The wide receivers should be happy because they're going to get used better. Uh, hell, if you want to run that RPO now that the Dan Orlovsky ran you off of a couple weeks ago, you can run it now with PJ. Uh, you know, PJ can run that as opposed to yeah. Baker Mayfield. He can actually um, do it. Yeah. It actually could work. You know, so I wouldn't be surprised if they throw some of that package back in because we haven't seen it the past couple of weeks since uh, since Dan added it out on ESPN. Also, too. Um, some more, uh, news from the Panthers. Uh, I, I mentioned before, uh, defensive coordinator, Phil Snow has been let go. They also fired special teams coordinator, Ed Foley. Um, oh. so yeah, it's, it's bloody Monday in Charlotte right now. Uh, Phil Snow's out, Matt rolls out, uh, team Foley, uh, assistant special teams coach, Ed Foley, I should say. Um, I have not seen anything since then. But they're all connected to Matt Rule. Uh, they coached with him in college. He brought him with him over uh, to Carolina. So all the Baylor guys, all the Temple guys, it seems like they're clearing those out. Um, they are The defense is currently 20th overall through five games in 2022. They ranked 18th in total defense in 2020, second last year in 2021. Um I had heard, I can't comment on whether or not it's fact or not, but maybe this shows that it possibly was, that Phil Snow and Steve Wilkes had clashed philosophy-wise in terms of defensive personnel. And if you look at the, the, the way it's played out in the field, this may have been correct. My understanding was that, of course, Phil Snow likes the smaller, shifty, faster linebackers that he can sub in and out and they can get around and do, do Jeremy Chin type things. He can put them back in the secondary. You can swatch them back and forth. He likes having guys that can do multiple roles. Wilkes doesn't like that because he feels like those little guys get tired in the fourth quarter. Like by the time you get to the fourth, they're wore out. And to be honest, the proof is kind of in the pudding. When you look at the way our games have gone, they've been flying around the ball all over the place for the first three quarters. By fourth quarter, that other team has an eight-minute long drive. It wears us out. They go ahead. We lose by three. And it's the same formula. So I would think that might get changed a little bit. Shaq will be out there. Frankie Lubu's deserved – he's earned a starting spot. So I would imagine he's going to probably continue to start when he's back. But oh, yeah, I no see, question. Yeah, I could see them running nickel with Shaq and Frankie in the middle and just kind of going from there. Um, but I do know, I think Wilkes was, I think Wilkes was basically like, I will take this position if Phil Snow is not the defensive coordinator of the Carolina Panthers. Like, because his his defense is not the same as Phil Snow's defense, and it wouldn't have worked for him to be head coach and Phil Snow's still here, and they would just be clashing the whole time. So I mean, I in imagine. the press conference, you know, you you know, I saw a little clip on um, on the social media, and I guess they asked him a question about change, and he said, "I like change," and I'm gonna leave it at that. And 
that's how he is, man. I ain't got too many words for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> change is change. Like, I'm, I'm the head coach now, so y'all better get in line. <laughs> man, I'm so – I'm just like, yeah. Like, it's so crazy how I was feeling – what time is it? Three twenty-nine. We did the first one at ten. So like, yeah, five you, hours y'all should have saw Desmond. Desmond was over there like talking, like he ain't had no coffee, like he, <laughs> like someone didn't took his dog. But you gotta like, understand though, Stu. Like this is my third year doing this believe yeah. podcast for the Panthers. So, so I've been doing this for the entire duration of the Matt Rule era. Like I came on in March of twenty twenty, and yeah. it's been like my first uh, co-host was Tyrone Poole. Uh-huh. Uh, former cornerback for the Panthers, first defensive player ever selected by the Panthers, actually, in 96 uh, or 95. And um, he lasted one year. Then he, 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 I think he got a coaching job or something, so he left. I grabbed Skyler from Sports Illustrated, beat writer for the Panthers. He's around him all the time. He's with me all last year. And uh, it was like the same season. <laughs> like we did the same exact, almost exactly the way the season went. Like we started so out you, okay. You've been here for, you've been yeah. here through thick and thin, man. Yeah. I mean, literally I've been sitting there like, trying to, you, you a lifer, man. And then believe it's like, Hey, why don't you start doing two episodes a week? And I'm like, <laughs> so it's like for this to happen in it's week all gonna five, pay off. it's all going to yeah. pay off. So it's you remember pay. earlier, right? We were talking about you eating mayonnaise. If we win right. 10 yeah. games, we still got that. No, that's done now. That, that was attached <laughs> to Matt rule. <laughs> okay. All right. That was nah, no, nah. actually I'm sitting there going, we can win five games. I, yeah. I've been so excited. I haven't even looked at the schedule. Like you said, I want, day, you look forward. I, I'm not even yeah. looking forward. I'm just going to look I want, at the <laughs> I want everybody to like hate on me as I'm going through this whole 10 win projection for the Panthers. I want y'all to really hate on me. I want you to talk crap about me because when it happens, you saw you saw believe retweeted out that uh that video you did about everybody staying calm and sticking with rule and everything. They were like, Well, we guess yeah. Stu was wrong about how long it was gonna take. And they put that bad boy right back out this morning. I was like, Oh yeah, man, there it is. <laughs> listen, listen, expiration date, man. Every I said I was speaking the truth. You were everything has an expiration date. Yeah. And, and it all it, depends hey, on winning. Matt Rules was football. uh <laughs> About ten thirty on October the tenth, that milk went bad. Um, yeah, <laughs> but you know what? You know, but I'm a, like, I commend. You know, thank you, Matt Rule, um, for your time here in Carolina. Um, I wish you a continued success. Yeah. You um, find another job and whatnot, and I'm sure you will. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it's the college ranks or whatnot, but um, but yeah, man, you know, everything has an expiration date, and. Right now, it's an opportunity for Steve Wilkes and the Carolina Panthers, um, you know, to do a self-evaluation um, and get back on page. So I'm excited about that. So, um, like I mentioned before, uh, PJ Walker will be more well will be the starter uh, on Sunday versus the uh, Los Angeles Rams, the defending Super Bowl champions. We just have to go play them in Steve Wilkes' first game on the road at SoFi. Um, to be honest, I kind of like that he's got a road game first. I yeah. feel like they can get more focus in, in, into what they want to do on the road as opposed to coming out to home game and it's like, you know, maybe yeah. half the fans are Rams fans. Like, we don't even know the, the temperature yet in terms of everything. Yeah. I imagine this is going to get the Panther fans back on the bandwagon again. Of course, winning cures all. So go beat the Super Bowl champs and all of a sudden you're two and four. And come back to a packed house. Yeah. All electric blue. I mean, what, that's what's that? That that next home game is what Tampa. Yep, Tom Brady. Yeah. 
Tom Brady. We can harass him for three hours. We, hey, yeah, just all make sure you don't just make sure you don't sack him too hard, though. Yeah, don't yeah, don't get too close. You, if you sack him too hard, you' about to get the roughing the passer. Okay, he's got sure like you, an area like right here just, that you can hit him. But if you hit just, him any place else, yeah, just make sure you just like just grab him, hug him, and like and then him. just and just get your homeboys around like to also like hold them long enough. Just don't like, let him. Don't tackle him to the ground. Okay, I see why I goat. came back. He the goat for a reason, man. He hey, said, I, look, I, only time he said, probably he probably said, if I'm coming back, uh, y'all better tell them referees <laughs> they can't touch me. <laughs> they, can't they can't touch, touch me. me. <laughs> they can't, don't let them touch me if I'm coming back. I'm 45 now. You gotta keep yeah, that in mind. 45. That's why. That's why I came to play for the Tampa, Tampa Bay because these jerseys, you know, they got the red on it. So yes, yeah, so you can see. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Rams and then uh, Bucks in two weeks. We'll preview the Rams later on this week. Skyler will be back with us. Uh, on Thursday, we'll get a rundown on that. Maybe by then we might have an idea of what the quarterback situation is going to be because I would imagine they got to bring in somebody. I don't know who's out there. I joked earlier in the episode, I won't say his name again, but who's out there that available in week six that can come in and could actually help a football team? Like I'm trying to think of the quarterbacks that are just sitting around. We can't do that again. We that, can't do that again. That we can't Prescott do that sitting that. around. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that might get a little too crazy. Yeah, I'm trying, man. Wow, it is going to turn to can Cam Newton come back here? I really feel like they're going to start talking about this again. Yeah, he's got a relationship with Wilkes, he was on the squad. Wilkes knows him, he ain't going to do him like Rule did last year, where he comes back for two games and then he just benches him pretty much. Right, got um, him playing, got him playing in and out of out of the game. Like, oh, all right, you're in this series, you're out this yeah. series. That's second and six, go. get in there, Cam. Get in there, yeah. second and six. Go, just go. And then take right, we're right leaving him there for two quarters. Lord, yeah. Two quarters, oh, take him out. Put yeah, him back no, in. No. Come on, that come back in, like Sam. Uh, it don't I, work like that. I feel like I know Cam said that he ain't coming back for no five and 12, which I completely understand, but I know his heart's in Charlotte. And I know yeah. if he's looking at this situation and he sees that Wilkes has taken over and what they were doing in terms of the staff, there's definitely thoughts going through his head for sure. That's why I was going to ask you: Is there at least the thoughts? Because if I'm not mistaken, he still lives in Charlotte, doesn't he? And he's still uh, in that area. He, he, I know. Or I know he's. From, I mean, he's from Atlanta, so I mean, he's got yeah, spots yeah. probably in Atlanta, wherever. He, I'm, I'm not, not really sure. You know where Cam Cam can be wherever he want to be. That's facts. Um, so. so we'll we'll see. But that story is going to start picking up uh, as well. But uh, PJ, there's an opportunity, man. I. I and I wrote PJ off like at the beginning of the year. It was like a running joke and, in this podcast before you joined. Where I was like, I don't know why PJ Walker's on this team. <laughs> like, and I and I, I I didn't give him the the best credit as well. Um, I was obviously focused on Baker Mayfield and and and, and directing people's attention towards that. But yeah. um, but you know, you're a backup for a reason, and right. it's not just to be a backup. It's for you to be able to play. Well, we're gonna find out if he was a backup just because he went to what was it Temple? He played a Temple under rule, or was it Bay? No, it was Temple. Yeah, I think temple. it was Temple. He played with him. Uh, not to me, that was why he was still here. It was because he had a relationship with Rule. Rule's gone now, and it seems like having that relationship is a bad thing to have <laughs> at the moment if you're a Panther <laughs> player or coach. Yeah. So we'll see if that allows PJ Walker to uh keep us upright or just relevant, I guess, over the next seven days while they try to figure this out. Because to, to be honest, the biggest news should be, if this hadn't happened, the biggest news would be who's going to play quarterback for the Carolina Panthers because Baker Mayfield's yeah. obviously not going to go. 
Um, and it, it looks like it's going to be PJ and nobody behind him. So I don't know. This might pick up some steam. I wouldn't be surprised if we come back in here on Thursday and we're sitting there talking about something we didn't expect to talk about at the quarterback position. I'll tell you what, though. Christian McCaffrey can play every – he can play every position. I'll just let you know that. They might have to let him. Run Wildcat for a game. I know he threw a touchdown pass. So He did. Hey, and it was a, it was a dime, too. It was a dime. Put a it might hey they might give you a call but like hey man what you doing you want to come on I, I can't play quarterback <laughs> uh-uh. nope. you can't run wildcat with uh with CFC for like a just one game I, I old school Miami Dolphins. I'm not throwing it <laughs> <laughs> I, well, hey you know what I can the only thing that I got for the, if I ever came back to the Panthers would be able to jump over the goal line <laughs> you got that and goal even line. and even and even with that if I land a certain way. <laughs> I might, my body might break. Who knows? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, give it up for the team. Give it up for the yeah. team. I couldn't even imagine getting hit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I played in a kickball tournament last week for a charity event. Yeah. For like six hours. It was a long time. It's a long um, time to play kickball. Yeah. The next, the next two days, man, I could barely walk. So, I mean, and I still work out. I stay in shape. You know, I eat well. So, I can only imagine going out there trying to play a football game. Intense kickball going on. Good lord! Oh, yeah, for man. Six have hours. You ever tried to play? Have you tried to play kickball since you was in long. elementary school? No, nah, not in a long time. Probably I'm, like middle school was probably the last time I actually played organized big, kickball. <laughs> big old bouncy ball hitting me yeah. out of my shins. <laughs> so we'll we'll keep track of what's going on between now and then. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, our Twitter handles are right there. Skyler's the one you probably really want to follow because he's actually there. Like. With a yeah. microphone, like talking to these folks. Uh, that's Callahan underscore beat writer for the Panthers for Sports Illustrated. He's going to be busy all week long. So definitely check out his work. He'll give you the latest on everything that's going on with transactions and whatnot. We'll be back Thursday to actually preview uh, Panthers versus Rams, which I'm actually geeked for now because I have literally no idea what to expect that we're going to do. I have, I have no clue <laughs> like what we're going to yeah. do. And that's different from the previous 12, 13 weeks where I had a pretty good idea of what we were going to do. And then they went out and did it and it didn't work. Um, now hope has been restored. So I actually, I hope that all the David Tepper is a bad owner, all that stuff, get all that out of here. Cause he hadn't really done anything to show that he's a bad owner other than placing the bet on, you know, a coach that didn't work out. And it was his first time hiring a coach and we'll see what happens from this. But uh, Steve Wilkes, man, you got you got Charlotte riding with you in terms of like and the state of North Carolina. Like I'm with this. Like let's yeah. make this happen. He's from North Carolina. He knows the Panther philosophy. He knows what we're about. He's a Panther. Uh, he chose to come back here. So mm-hmm. let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. Um. Let's so go Panthers. Keep pounding. We'll it, yeah, we'll end it there. So for Jonathan Stewart, I'm Desmond Johnson. You've been listening and watching the Believe in Carolina Panthers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will be back Thursday with a brand new episode preview in Panthers versus Rams. Keep pounding. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.